are you playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I am Music Sean. This is Soundtrack Thomas and Mason, who's jamming on guitar. And we're doing an interlude today. Top five video game soundtracks. More specifically, plastic guitar. I'm talking rock band, baby. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very easy mode. <laughs> it's like I can do through the fire and the flame on like negative on like negative twelve difficulty. I, that was one of the like the first TikToks I posted was me playing rock band, and it says when she says she likes people who play instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! So. Earlier this season, we did uh, our favorite uh, tracks, individual tracks from uh, a video game. Uh, and we're coming back, and now we're going to go with the entire package. The best soundtracks, beginning to end. So when, when we did that, that uh, song episode, I mentioned that it was one of the hardest top tens I've ever had to make, or top fives. Imagine how I felt doing this one, where I'm not just looking at one, I'm looking at the whole yeah. thing. The, the hard thing for me... Uh, it was that there's just so many soundtracks that I consider top five worthy. Yes. Uh, I boiled it down to about eight that I've considered, and of course to get to my five. Uh, but there are just so many that I could I could bring up. Uh, you know, in my list, th- th- there's like you know, soundtrack number thirty. I could on the right day be like, that's my favorite thing listening to. So like, but that's the great thing about doing uh, these is that it can yeah, be different it, on any given. Yeah, it, it, I think Sean put it best in our like characters uh top five a long time ago it's a list about a specific point in time what you were thinking exactly you may look back in 20 minutes and be like what the fuck but (laughs) why i love some people are like oh i hate ranking things i'm like i love ranking things because of that because it is a specific point in time where you are looking at what at that point in time did i consider my favorite right tomorrow that may be different but it is always great to be able to just like put a, a a like you know a little dot in a point in time of our life and be like, that was my favorite. See, the reason it was hard for me is because this happens when any time I get asked for a top five, but the minute it's like, hey, Thomas, I could literally be like naming my soundtracks. It's like, oh yeah, I love Sonic Heroes. I love uh, uh, Mad World or whatever. And then it's like, hey, Thomas, what's your top five favorite soundtracks? And it's just the static on a normal <laughs> television just, set. It's just the milk falling over. Yeah, it's just the milk falling over from SpongeBob. <laughs> but yeah. So, kind of the same thing we said about the uh, sound, uh, the the individual uh, soundtrack pieces uh, and the tracks was that music's subjective. I think more than anything in art, music is the most subjective thing in art. Uh, it's music and comedy are probably are, the are two of the most things subjective things. Yeah, and so what may resonate with me may not resonate with Mason. That doesn't mean that the music's necessarily bad. It just means that music. Has to has you have a feeling uh, with music a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and so that that's just one of those things we'll say here going in. And uh, these lists are our opinions, so feel free to yell at us later. Right? Why uh, didn't you include include a Zelda soundtrack? Because none of us care. <laughs> and uh, already, so many people have clicked off. The 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 the, the great thing about do, doing this list after doing the the favorite tracks one was after I did that. Uh, my my friend Jazz came to me and and was like, why did he? Why didn't you include? Why didn't you talk about this? Why didn't you talk about this? So I'm kind of covering my ass a little she bit. Sent, with this she list. sent me a uh, uh, her top five on, twi- at, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I do remember top that. five of all of it, and it was like, it, and that's really fun. So uh, if you were listening to this podcast uh, and you you have a top five, 
Usually I say this at the end, but send us an email, bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Let us know your top five. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to hear other people's mm-hmm. top five. Because we, you know, we enjoy giving out our top five, and we enjoy hearing other people's top five. So yes. if you have it out there and you want to send it to us, bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. You may even read it on the uh, podcast. I was about to say on stream, and I'm like, what the fuck would you call this? <laughs> on pod? On the pod. We'll read, we'll read it out on the show. Yeah. But uh, Mason's going to start us off today with his number five. Yes, I am. And I forgot it was me. I thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> so who has the spilled milk in the head? <laughs> Both. <laughs> okay, so the, the, first, the first couple of, of tracks that I have on, on this list, they're not really... Like they're 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 great soundtracks on their own, but they're they're very ethereal. They're not very mo- they're 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 pretty melodic, but they're not like it's they're more abstract than other than other video game uh, soundtracks. And I included them because they really help with the experience of the game, getting lost within the world that you're in. And when it comes to when it comes to getting uh, with soundtracks that help you get lost in the world that you're in, there's no better one that comes to my mind than Minecraft. soundtrack is really good at that so when i was looking i had my top five and i actually went online to be like all right what do, what is consensus what do people think is the number one soundtrack and i uh, i found seven different lists that minecraft was the number one on it uh, listed so yes <laughs> i was like huh too bad i have zero connection to minecraft other than the occasional videos that my daughter comes and be like dad look at this <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've i've been ever since I got my like my first Xbox, even before that I would play Minecraft at like my friends' houses and and stuff like that, and the the music in Minecraft is just, is so relaxing and there there are times when that when that game because it's basically it's a it's a at the end of the day it's like a it's a survival game and there are times when it can get very stressful, but when when those stressful moments pass and you and you like fade back into the relax into the relaxing parts of it the soundtrack really helps with uh setting a very a very relaxing mood and that's why i i play minecraft all the time it's a it's a de-stressor for me so yeah that is that's uh we have very different de-stressing yeah (laughs) because like when you say de-stress, you're like Minecraft. You know, you get to relax, you get to build things with friends. When I think de-stress, I think God of War, where you can rip people's fucking heads off. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, I think Resident Evil Four about distressing. I used to actually, when I'd get super ang- super high anxiety, especially like if I was going to do something, I'd play Resident Evil Four, uh, and that would bring down my anxiety levels. So it's very funny that like Thomas and I are like, <laughs> so you guys are like violence. getting all the getting all get all the violence out, and I'm over here like, ooh, Minecraft. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's probably healthier, but I yeah. don't care. But yeah, that, that's that's my number five, uh, Minecraft by C418. And I, I also on my on my top five, I included on each entry three standout tracks. And for me, the three for uh, Minecraft are the main Minecraft thing, Subwoofer Lullaby, and Sweden. Are those nice. tracks? So yeah, that's my number five. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm gonna be going second here with uh, my number five, and. So when I, when I was sitting down on this list, there are a lot of games that I was thinking about. And a lot of games that have big soundtracks that are memorable. Or, you know, and we, we've talked about the individual tracks of a lot of these things. You know, specifically Nintendo. You know, you know Zelda. Star Fox. Yes. You know, Nason yeah. mentioned uh, uh, F-Zero in the, the soundtrack yeah, uh, pieces and everything. Yes. And how great they were. Uh, I'm frustrated I didn't bring up Star Fox on our tracks because mm-hmm. the main Cornaria theme is great. But and they're oh, all, yeah, all great. And theme? Well, there's a game that puts them all into it. <laughs> My number five is Super, Super Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. Melee. Why, why Melee? Because yeah, I was going to say, me, why it's, Melee it's, specifically? That's... For me, here's, here's why Melee. It's that opening theme. It is that introduction theme that played as an orchestra when they first introduced it with the live orchestra all there playing it. It is incredible. Yeah. It is breathtaking. It is one of the best themes of all time. I'm kind of upset that I forgot to mention it on the individual tracks as an honorable mention because it is so good. See, that's me, but with Brawl. That's fair. And that's the, the brawl thing, theme is really is, good. And so Melee, I, Melee also was just a defining game of a... It, it, is, it defined years of what people would play. And the, the ability to hear, you know, those, those famous soundtracks while playing them. Whether it's, you know, the Pokemon theme. Whether it's Kirby's Dreamland, Corneria, uh, Hyrule. Any of these things that we know. Or just Mario. But also mix in some really good themes like the opening or the final destination theme. Battling the master hand while that epic music's playing on. So good. Mm, uh, oh yeah. Or even just small little iconic music. The uh, Break the Targets is just, a, it, it's a very simple little theme, but it sticks in your head. And so yeah. I think that's why I, I wasn't about to let Smash Bros, specifically Melee, uh, get away this time. Huh. That's, that's interesting. I, I, I think it's really interesting that when we think of Smash Brothers, we all have different themes that we think of in our head. Like, you, you mentioned Brawl. The one that always comes to my head, because it was the first one I ever played, was uh, uh, Smash Brothers for 3DS. Hmm. Is always the one I think of. That one and that one and Ultimate are both the ones that I think of. Yeah, that I personally don't have that big of a connection to Brawl. To Melee. To Melee. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, 
because for me, my first Smash Brothers was Brawl. Mm-hmm. In fact, that was my first introduction to quite a few Nintendo characters. I was that dude who was like, who's that Samus guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, that was me with uh, the 64 one when Samus was on it. What's a Samus? <laughs> what? What's a Samus? I only know a Metroid. I didn't even know really much about Metroid at that point. That was one that I'd gone back what's, and learned what's about. A, what's a NES? I, uh, I have a, it's a very odd memory I have with Brawl because I remember playing it at my cousin's house. And it was two games that he had because he had two systems set up. One was Smash Brothers Brawl. What, what do you think the second one was? Was it another GameCube? No, it was PS2. It was PS2. Uh, no idea. It was Iron Man. <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, that's an amazing. Iron Man game for the PS2. Yeah, yeah. it's Damn. not good. <laughs> well, you know. I'll bet. But yeah, Smash Bros. is my number five. That's a good pick. Thomas, what you got pick. at number five? Uh, similar to Sean, I kind of went a bit off the rails for my fifth pick because there's... It's very odd, but a very... <laughs> it's almost cheating to put in a game with a lot of licensed music in. Because that's not really the game's original score. It is just that collection of licensed music that you I, like. I have but, one of those in my honorable mentions. But also it's my list. Fuck off. So, <laughs> and there's a certain thing that I'm obsessed with. I've been obsessed with it for the past couple weeks. These guys are probably going to kill me. But it is, ladies and gentlemen, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2009. I was wondering if we were going to get one of the WWE games from you. Yeah. It, it's I have five. two in my honorable mentions. I forgot about the other one. <laughs> um, and the SmackDown vs. Raw series is considered by quite a few people to be the best WWE game soundtracks. I am one to agree. So I specifically 2009. Very simple. It was the first one I played. Yeah. It was the first one I played. It kind of introduced me to WWE in general. So thanks. <laughs> ruined my life, dickhead. Uh, no. No, uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know where I'd be without it. But um, right. just like a couple songs on here. A uh, little story of Lil Thomas playing it for the first time. I don't listen to a lot of music in my spare time, especially back in 2008 nine when i played the game for the first time and so i didn't listen to a lot of radio or whatever so i didn't listen to a lot of the newer music mm-hmm. so imagine my little ears being blown whenever i start the game and because it, it starts on a random track it could start on a wrestler's theme or whatever but for me it started on egypt central's taking you down <laughs> wow. So, wow. So, so i was like oh this is music now for me <laughs> I'm going to make this my entire personality from yeah. this point on. There's actually two Egypt Central songs on the game because the other one is You Make Me Sick. Wow. There is also Disturbed's Indestructible, Blood Simple's Red Harvest. Oh, no, wait, that's just uh, Blood Simple's Dead Man Walking. My bad. This is a soundtrack of a type, and, and that's great. And, and Burn Halo Save Me, that's just a handful of the tracks. But then there's also The Wrestler's Themes, which... Again, changed me because <laughs> the minute I hear Edge's theme on this day, I see clearly. Uh, I forget what the actual name of the song is called, uh, but that 
is amazing. Randy Orton's voices affect me forever to where for a while I was like, he's my favorite wrestler. Why? Because his theme song smacks. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Undertaker's theme is obviously a classic, but yeah, all those themes combined with the licensed soundtrack just affected me in a way where it's like, yep, yeah, that's my number five. It's it's kind of crazy how licensed music can really uh, work in games. You know, we, we can think of things like Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, my honorable mention for licensed music was going to be Madden 05. Uh, I, I, very similar to uh, you saying, why Madden 05? Because it was the first one Madden game I played. And it's the one that I remember with it. And I remember that it had Crazy Train and it had, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, a I, bunch of other songs. So, like, it's one of those that, like, it sticks in your head. I also had a Madden game in my honorable mentions, but mine was a whole 10 years later. It was Madden 15. That one had a really good soundtrack. I, I remember that one. I don't actually play Madden, but my dad loves it. Mm-hmm. So I know a soundtrack's good when I'm just walking to my room while my dad's playing it in the living room, and I stop for a second because I'm like, ah, damn, this smacks. <laughs> yeah. And I did what that. is that melody? And I did that a lot while he was playing Madden 15 because I think that's the one he played. I'm not certain, I but think I think it's 15. The reason why I eventually knocked Madden from my top five, because it sat in there for a little while, was because the licensed music's great. The original stuff isn't very much. Like the original, like I don't, I can't think of much of the. There's a little bit there, and none of it really sticks out. See, that's why I was good with putting a WWE because, game because the it original, has those st- yeah, and that would be a good reason why to put it on, and that's why mm. I would have bumped it off. So that's a good start. I like it. I like uh, being able to branch out a little bit more, and and we'll talk about some of these, you know, more conglomerate soundtracks than maybe you know one composer. But uh, Mason, what is your number four? Uh, so, like I said with my last entry, uh, the first the first two uh, soundtracks that I included on here are very, very ethereal. Uh, and they're more about setting more of a mood, and and uh, they're more about immersing your, uh, you in the game uh, than they are about being great soundtracks on their own. And that doesn't mean they're, they're bad soundtracks. I mean, for Christ's sake, they're on my list. But the, the other one that I, that I put on here is... Honestly, the the perfect marriage between one of the, the most perfect marriages between a soundtrack and a game that I can think of, and I can actually thank uh, my good friend Jazz for introducing me to this game. Sup, Jazz? Uh, shout out! Uh, thank you that, for listening, Jazz. Yes, thank you for listening. You're gonna love this. Uh, even though it's only at my number four, I'm sorry, but it is still on my list, and it's Outer Wilds. That has a great soundtrack. It is a my god. I've only played a little bit of that, but I've watched it played a lot. That soundtrack is so good. It is fantastic. And the 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 great thing that I love about it is for those for those of you uh, who don't really know what Outer Wilds is, the most basic way that I can break it down without going into like a whole fucking thirty minute rant about this game is that it's a space exploration game, and. Every single place that you go to, all the planets that you go to, 
or if you're like in space traveling the like every single area that you're in has a different uh song with it and a in a very different mood that it sets so the like the 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 sound the sound design and the music are very important in this game the the way that it like in immediately sets a mood for where you are like when you go into there's a there's a planet called the dark bramble that is like the scariest fucking thing in the world because you go in and it's like this you go down through multiple levels and there are giant angler fish that will immediately eat you if you move a single inch and the music does a really good job at like putting you like at an in an uneasy state of like, ah, oh, shit, I could die at any moment in here. Uh, and then there, there's places like in, um, in uh, the Ash Twins, there's a cave that you go down in, and the, the music's very, very echoey, uh, kind of giving, like, the, like, adding to the uh, immersiveness of being in that area, and it's all done so freaking well, and... One I, of the best sounding death. games. One absolutely. of just absolutely one of the best sounding games out there. Absolutely. So yeah, that's that's Outer Wilds by Andrew pa- Palo Palo. I think that's how it's pronounced. P a h w l o. However you pronounce that. Uh, and the tracks that I that are standouts to me are uh, Travelers and Into the Wilds, which are pretty much the same song, except Travelers is like a more stripped back version uh, that a bunch of the characters are singing, and then Into the Wilds is like a more full orchestration version of it and then end times which if you play the game you will understand what that music means very quickly (laughs) absolutely that's a good one mason thank you (laughs) that's two for two on ones i don't know shit (laughs) (laughs) don't um don't worry i think at least two of my next three you'll you'll know well that'll work so maybe, uh, I, maybe it'll be three for three. I know nothing. God damn. <laughs> After my five, I went to my f- next four. Uh, four, the rest of the way is soundtracks that the I I knew these four were on the track. Like I knew from the beginning these four, and so honestly, my the the rest of it were fighting for the fifth spot. I knew these were in enemy in my four, mm-hmm. no matter what. And so uh, my number four is Kingdom Hearts two. Shocked it's not at least by Yoko Shimura. So I've talked a bunch about obviously Kingdom Hearts and so much so that uh, uh, it was one of my top my top soundtrack piece was from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Yeah, you know, Simple and Clean was there. But Kingdom Hearts 2 is, in my opinion, the best soundtrack from the entirety of the franchise. That's not to say that I don't like any of the other ones. They're all fantastic. But I think the addition of things like Roxas's theme and the organizations and uh, uh, the nobody themes, so good. Also, as uh, Thomas mentioned at the begin at the uh, la- when we did the soundtrack one, 
Sanctuary absolutely slaps. <laughs> Sanctuary is my favorite main theme of the game. Kingdom Hearts 2 is able to build on the first one and grow. And I, I love, love uh, the entire soundtrack. It is, it is gorgeous. Uh, Yoko Shimura is an incredible composer who doesn't always get as much credit as a lot of the other Square composers have. Nobuo Matsu, as well as some of the other people who have done them. But just banger after banger, uh, yeah, consistently doing it. So, uh, King Hearts 2, that's my number four. It's really interesting. I, uh, yeah, if I knew anything about Kingdom Hearts, I would comment. There actually is a Kingdom Hearts game in my honorable mention. It's not Kingdom Hearts 2. It's my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. It's Dream Drop Distance. Nice. No, no, no. Uh, Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. These subtitles are fucking... <laughs> <laughs> They're getting with you. But yeah, Birth by Sleep does have a fantastic it's, soundtrack It's Birth as well. by Sleep, but I put it in my honorable mention specifically because like, I don't know if I actually like the soundtrack that much or if I just really like that simple and clean remix. That's fair. The 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 game's uh, soundtrack is really good. It has a lot of simple renditions of a lot of the main themes yeah. that we've heard before. Yeah, and no, it is it is a soundtrack that's really good because I specifically remember the Cinderella Worlds theme mm-hmm. like really sticking in my head for a while. And I think that's the thing with Kingdom Hearts 2 that I think helps with it is the Disney worlds that have the themes. You have Beauty and the Beast. You have Mulan. You have Pirates. You have uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. All these have great soundtracks that you're getting renditions of them in it. And any game that incorporates the Pirates of the Caribbean theme automatically gets like at least four stars. Fair enough. <laughs> it, it ups it a bunch, so... That's my number four. I was just I was just thinking about you. you you're saying all those uh, Kingdom Hearts titles, Birth by Sleep, Dr- Dream Drop Distance, or whatever the fuck it was. And I'm just thinking, like, if we ever do like a top ten favorite uh, favorite video game titles, my number one, Kingdom Hearts, three fifty eight over two days. Yeah. Three fifty over two. It's a two point eight five HD remix <laughs> featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts point. Two, no, sorry, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleeve point two. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 0.2. Yeah. Because it's 2.8, and that's the final 0.2 to get to the yep. three. This franchise is stupid. What's, what's Sean, it? Sean loves it, and I have I have an admiration for it because I appreciate that they just do stupid things. What's the what? What's the one that's like Melody of Memory or something? Uh, that's shit? just Melody of Memory. That's literally just, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's literally just called uh, Melody of which Memory. Which the reason it's called Melody of Memories is so it will have the acronym M O M because the ultimate bad guy is the master of masters. Whoa. Anyway, Anyways. Thomas, what's your number four? <laughs> it's also Melody like, of Memory because it's a goddamn rhythm game. Oh, <laughs> oh, goddamn! Thomas is like I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Anyways. So I've gone, so I had the licensed music I had from the, it was PS2, but I played the PS3 version as well because it came out on both. I am going all the way back to the NES. Nice. For a full soundtrack? For a full soundtrack, baby. There are a few. (laughs) Because uh, you already know what series it is, baby. It's Mega Man. I knew it. Uh, Mega Man, not two, though. That's the popular one. That's the popular one is Mega Man 2. And I had that on my list for a while. Because I was like, do I want to just be... <laughs> I don't want to be a statistic. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to be a statistic coming up. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was Mega Man 2 for a while. But then I started playing the Legacy Collection. Because there was a while where I was on a Mega Man kick. And I played one game specifically. And I listened to the soundtrack of that game. Like all the level themes. I'm like, no, this one's my favorite. That is Mega Man 6. 
Because I, I never hear anybody talking about talking about that. No, nah, it's it's not. It was it was a Mega Man game that came out on the NES about a couple months after the Super Nintendo launched. Ooh. Nobody really cared about uh, Mega Ouch. Man Six, which sucks because it's one of my favorites. I was, love Mega Man was Six. Was Six was Six the last uh, to come out on uh, NES? Yes, Six oh, was wow. the last one to come. I out. I mean, I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, Six was the last one to come out on NES, and it's honestly one of my favorites. I love Mega Man Six. The story is absolute dog shit, but whatever. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's, it's Mega Man. Man. It's also the sixth Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah, well, Seven has a pretty solid story, actually. Oh. But but that's besides the point that's me getting on a Mega Man tangent. Specifically, I was listening to the soundtrack, and I picked Centaur Man's stage. And for some reason, I was listening to his theme, and I'm like, this is really fucking good. Like, I really like Centaur Man's uh, stage theme. Interesting. There's a couple other themes that in the game I love. I love Yamato Man, love Tomahawk Man, Night Man, because it has that kind of medieval theme going on. And again, this is all done with the NES uh, uh, sound chips. Yeah, which are which are notoriously not great. I, but... I, yeah, they were they were they were for what for what they were and what had been there prior. They were they were pretty ahead of their time, but now they're now it's just like oh. Play, play the pipe organ again, Grandpa. But yeah. what's great about the NES soundtracks, especially the good ones, the great ones, is then if you listen to orchestral versions of them, you realize how incredibly well-written usually they are. Yeah, and That had to be then transformed down to fit, you know, and made into, you know, these small mini-files. Which, which means I, I'm not sure if there's orchestral versions, but that shows how much I like the soundtrack that I've never listened to anything other than the NES versions. And I like it that damn much. That does say you something. Say something. Yuko yeah. Takahara, I think that's uh, the person who made the soundtrack. I could be wrong. Uh, you're a goddamn master worker. <laughs> Very nice. I I I, uh, I like seeing that we we haven't had a ton of Mega Man inclusion on our our list yet. So it's nice I have that he's, he's the blue bomber. <laughs> it, it's nice that we've gotten his, a mention here on him because uh, he is. Uh, and we, I don't think we really said much about it in in the soundtrack episode, but I they are very I iconic. I mentioned uh, the Mega Man Two melody from yeah. Smash Brothers Ultimate, yeah. but they are they are absolutely it's an iconic soundtrack that deserves a lot of credit. Absolutely is I, is that the oldest game so far? Uh, yeah, that I've mentioned at least it's up yeah, there I definitely. Think, I think I think it is the old. Nah, well, fuck, when did it come out? I think ninety four or ninety three. All right, Mason, what's your number three? So there, there are certain times where we see in video game franchises where they were one thing for a while, and then something comes out, and then there's something completely different. Uh, we we see this in in like this in like the Sonic franchise, where the, the Sonic franchise was was one thing, and then Sonic Adventure came out, and it completely changed after that. And we we see this all the time, but one that is that is more subtle uh one that isn't noticed as much 
is with the Mario franchise, where the music was already great, and then this one soundtrack came out, and it completely changed everything that not just the Mario franchise was doing, but what Nintendo was doing with their soundtracks after that completely changed it forever. And that is with Mario Galaxy. Yes, as I mentioned before, I'm becoming a statistic, but I don't, I don't care. This is, the, this is the correct opinion for once I pick the correct one. It's only at number three, so it's maybe not entirely the correct opinion, but this is, this is when, like, because ni- Ninten- the Nintendo, like, soundtracks in Nintendo games were already fantastic leading up to this point. And then when Mario Galaxies hit, they, they hit a whole nother level after this. Because Mario Galaxy set such a fucking high bar that everything everything that came after it had to had to match it or in some cases exceed it. And mm-hmm. that's how I think we got so many other great uh, soundtracks in Nintendo games afterwards was we was because Mario Galaxy, the first uh, I don't know if it's like it's probably not the first game ever to have an orchestral soundtrack, but it was the first Mario game to do that. Yeah. And uh, it definitely wasn't the first. No, not even close that. to the first, but uh, considering the reactions to some of the Sunshine soundtrack, which isn't bad, it's a fine soundtrack, but it's not what was expected to be, like, the great... Like, it's not I very mean, substantive. If, if, I mean, if you want my hot take, Galaxy was the first Mario that... Galaxy was the first 3D Mario to have a great soundtrack. 64 and sunshine eh, yeah okay yeah they they were yeah. fine they were i was gonna say a lot of it they were perfectly fine but the you know the the days of oh my gosh that theme is going to be stuck in your head forever well that was that was three you know or you know and you know super mario world those were the last t- days of like those mario themes stuck in your head and then galaxy comes around and, yeah. and everything changed again and i it's on my goddamn list so. oh no oh no <laughs> Whatever, I can comment on it here and when we get to it for my list. Yeah, when we get to so, it, you, if you want to hold our comments, just wait till when you yeah, get to your list. No worries. Get to that. Yeah, so but that's cool. That's, maybe it'll be the fir- it's the first time we've had crossovers. That's fun. Uh, well, no, 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 because, no, uh, well, I mean, kind of. I mean, with the, with the characters one, you had all Nicolas Cage characters and I had one specifically. Yeah, close, but, with but the didn't fighting quite, but yeah. Close, uh, but no cigar. Yeah, not quite. So we've yeah. had franchise crossover, I think. But, oh, we've had plenty of franchise crossover. But, yeah. Good job. Good job, Mason. Oh, uh, and then the the, the standout tracks. Uh, this is this is the Mario Galaxy soundtrack by Mahito, Yokota, and Koji Kondo. And the standout tracks for me were Stardust Festival, Hell Prominence, which it's really funny that a game that a Mario game has a soundtrack piece with the word hell in it. Uh, and of course, the Goat Wind Garden. Anyways. Isn't it Gusty Garden? That's the level name. Wind Garden is the track. Well, from one revolutionary sequel that had an incredible soundtrack to another, 
My number three, uh, I brought up this uh, a soundtrack piece in uh, the, the, the soundtrack uh, in the track episode uh, of being one of the most iconic of all times. Well, the game that followed up that iconic track is one of the greatest soundtracks of all times, and that's Halo 2, Martin O'Donnell, and Michael Salvatore. the Halo soundtrack, which is very good, and it has one of the most iconic themes from it. This soundtrack is epic. It is good. It has so many... It Every track builds and builds, and for a shooter to be able to feel that as you go into it, it is just an incredible, incredible uh, piece of work. It's another thing that kind of set the standard for the industry, because... For a while, everything was trying to have that epic orchestral score to the point that actually kind of damaged some franchises, but let's not worry about that. Uh, let's talk about Halo 2 and how, yeah, it's really damn good. It's really damn good. And it's fun that, like, even the, you know, the the released first uh, soundtrack piece that had all the individual ones and then uh, artists like Breaking Benjamin and Hoobastank (laughs) and Incubus all on it. Uh, And then he would... You were doing so well. He would release uh, Volume 2, which was just all of the uh, soundtrack pieces, but, like, extrapolated out, not as much individuality. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This track is amazing. The The Last Spartan, that track... Mm. The first, the first two Halo games are some of those games that I wish I was alive to be able to experience them because the the, the Halo game that came out when I when that came out when I sort of became conscious of what video games are was three, and then ODST after that. So I didn't I didn't really get to ex- really experience the first I two, did, and then I didn't even really get to experience three because I was still too young. I did think about three for a second or two because three does have a a good soundtrack as well, uh, specifically some. But a lot of the the things that I remember from three soundtrack are actually more of the trailer lead up the music's finish the fight specifically is the one that sticks in my mind, and that mm. was from a trailer leading up into the game. Yeah, uh, but. I think two is the best soundtrack in the franchise. It is, it's great. (laughs) Just a funny story about that. Uh, Specifically the song Breaking Benjamin's Blow Me Away. First off, I love that damn song. It's a great song. I don't don't care. I love that damn song. I love Breaking Benjamin, so. They make one song, but it's a good song. Uh, (laughs) um, But I do not think of Halo when I think of that. I think of the other Spartans. Because the first time I heard that song was in a 300 uh, AMV. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And it fit shockingly well. So I can see that. I can honestly see that. But yeah, they're, uh, you know, uh, Jazz, if you're listening there, I'm appeasing with more shooter representation. <laughs> God, we're just, that's our thing this episode. Is just, <laughs> well, I mean, we're appeasing, we're appeasing we're tell to her save if, you, if you're not listening to it and you have the thousand shout outs. <laughs> her. 
her like, her Halo very... game is uh, ODST. Yeah, though. I know. This would be very funny if this is the one episode she doesn't listen to. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna force her to listen to this one. If she doesn't hear it, I'm gonna be pissed. Anyways, Thomas, what's your number three? Hey, Thomas brings up the Sonic soundtrack. What a shock! Uh, <laughs> I, I'm very intrigued to see which one you're going with. Um, there were a couple I could go with because Sonic, you know, throw a dart at a Sonic at a board of Sonic games and you're gonna hit one with a fucking banging soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, except for the boom games, but those don't count. The, I mean, they're still a soundtrack. <laughs> I don't if think we're, they're if we're talking, they're not. They're boring as fuck. When I think of bad Sonic soundtracks, I think of uh, I honestly think of Game Gear Spinball. Interesting. Not not Genesis. Genesis Spinball is really mm-hmm. good, but Game Gear Spinball, like, oh, God. But um, anyway, yeah, you throw a dart, you're going to hit a Sonic game with a good soundtrack. SA1 and 2 are obviously bangers. Heroes, I have a nostalgic connection to because that was my, pers- that was my first Sonic game. 06, bad game. Banging soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Shadow. Uh, <laughs> honestly, even the games like Secret Rings and Black Knight... Black Knight especially, have banging soundtracks. Mm-hmm. None of those are what I went for. I went with the game that was, I want to say, one of the first Sonic... This was the first Sonic game, and it was because I was young, but this was the first Sonic game where I really took notice, where I really was like, every track in this uh, soundtrack kind of bangs. And ladies and gentlemen, that is 2010 Sonic Colors. second Wii game. Yes? Well, you because did... I did Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, I'm a dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That's that's really interesting. But yeah, uh, Sonic Colors, I bring that up just because, again, if you haven't noticed, a lot of mine are not very deep for this one, but just, uh, it's one of those soundtracks where like everyone just bang, 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 hit, hit. Hit, there's just hit after hit after hit. The bangers keep on coming. And they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. There we go. <laughs> I wasn't um, trying to make a Shrek reference, yeah. but you made it a Shrek which, reference. Which is very funny, because specifically the two themes, I love the two themes. Which is weird, because I don't really like techno music that much. I don't really like the kind of really auto-tuned shit that like Cash Cash does. But Reach for the Stars and Speak With Your Heart are i love i mm. adore those two songs and maybe that is because i'm like oh it's sonic it's immediately good now in my mind but um if we're if we're talking even even really short tracks like when you get powered up with the laser that just it's really damn good because sonic is the master at short tracks anxiety the track with the depression with the uh drowning tracks yes yeah. But if, if we're talking specifically, like, the soundtrack that I 
absolutely adore. Like the soundtrack piece that I love that isn't Reach for the Stars or Speak with Your Heart, that is uh, Planet Wisp. Because mm. that piano, that uh, that piano that plays whenever you're zooming along, uh, specifically the part that's embedded in my head the most is when you first start Planet Wisp, which isn't even my favorite level in the game, but Sonic's like doing his jumping in place motion, getting his limbs warmed up, and that piano kicks on. And then he zooms off as the piano kind of picks up. And like, a piano shouldn't fit Sonic as good as this, but it does. Yeah. (laughs) They found a way. (laughs) Pianos uh, find a way. (laughs) And you know, it's it's interesting that you that you bring up uh, you bring up Cash Cash because when we did the soundtrack piece episode, I almost included a uh, a remix that they did in Sonic Generations. Because it was one that I, because Sonic Generations was one of the first, uh, one of the first console Sonic games I ever played, and uh, I remember that the their remix of City Escape was like in, embedded into my brain because I downloaded it onto my onto my DSI after playing the game, and I, I played that song on repeat, and I I loved it for some reason. See. Oh, and then I and then I went back. I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, oh, it's not really that great. I do still I do still have a soft spot for it, but I I didn't include it in my honorable mentions or on my actual list for the soundtrack piece because I was like, well, it hasn't quite aged that well, but uh, I still might really like it. I almost put Sonic Generations in this position because it has a Smash Brothers thing. If it's like you can literally pick any uh, Sonic mm-hmm. song, Fighting Silver with Ungraffitify fits really well. Yeah, uh, but. I, that kind of felt like a cheat. And that that's just a me thing, admittedly, but it kind of felt like a cheat to just be like, yeah, that's the best Sonic soundtrack because it has all of them. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I do... That's a lie. I don't like Cash Cash's remix of City Escape. Oh, damn. That's just a personal thing. That's fair. Again, that's fair. I brought up, I think, Speak for Your Heart and Reach for the Star, Speak with Your Heart are the only really Cash Cash songs I like that I've heard. But That's fair. His City Escape remix, I don't even think it's that bad. It's just I legit cannot play that level without the original City Escape. <laughs> fair enough. That's honestly fair. But almost picked Generations I didn't because Colors, I think, just hits that hard. That's fair. That's fair. So here, here, here's, a, here's another interesting thing. And um, I should probably uh, prepare myself for this because I'm not sure say what the repercussions for saying this are. But... Um, I didn't include a Sonic soundtrack. Oh. Should I uh, make this the moment that I say that I also did not include a Sonic soundtrack? Hmm. So here, but here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't include a Sonic soundtrack for one specific reason. I couldn't pick one. So here was my reasoning. And, and in the end, look, my favorite Sonic soundtrack is SA2. It's, it's, that's my favorite. I love it for its music, City Escape, uh, Live and Learn. Any of those songs are great. We love the bang. The individual tracks that are just kind of the, you know, levels and musics, they're not bad, but they're not as good. And that's what I ended up bumping into like six or seven on my list. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, but when it, when, when an, I, 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 and I honestly wanted to include a Sonic uh, game in my, and on my list, I did. But I couldn't bring myself to choose between SA2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and Sonic Mania. Those three were tied in my head for the longest time, and I could not untie them. So they all, ended up, they all ended up on my honorable mentions. <laughs> the honorable mentions list. Sonic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, Sonic is great. Sonic games, we know how good the soundtracks are. And in the end, 
it just they just it just fell off on my list a bit. It fell off on Mason's, it seems. But Thomas is here to make sure that Sonic always is well represented on our lists. Yeah, what a shock. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. All right, Mason. Number two. So the 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 number two that I that I put on my list, uh, I put on there because the, the 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 entirety of this game nails down an aesthetic that I love. It's an aesthetic that is far older than me, uh, and it's like older than my grand my great grandparents probably. But it's an aesthetic that I love to it to a T, and it's the and the music nails down nails it down so so well, and that is Cuphead. Well, Cuphead and his pal Mugman, they like to roll the dice. By chance they came on Devil's Game, and gosh, they paid the price. Paid the price. And now they're fighting for their lives on a mission fraught with dread. And if they proceed but don't succeed, well, the devil will take their pants. Cup, the, 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 the entire aesthetic of Cuphead I love, and the music especially, adds to that so much that the, with, the, with the rubber hose animation and the, and the really fast uh, like jazz music, it's just so it's so good. That big band. Uh, yes, that big band jazz music is some of it's it's one of my favorite types of music, and I love how it's done in, in this game and adds to the sort of frenetic energy of that of that game. It ends up getting to the getting to the point where like I, I, I don't like playing hard games, and Cuphead is notoriously hard. But I, it, it, it's not a difficult game that makes me angry because I, because uh, I'm looking at the screen and I'm just, like, and I'm hearing the music and I'm like, I'm, I'm happy I'm dying. It's like, yay! I get to play the level again because I get, I get to hear the music and I get to look at the pretty animation again. Yay! We had a very different experience <laughs> because I almost had a fucking heart attack playing that game. But uh, that, that, I, that, that whole game and. The, and the music especially, and the whole aesthetic that it has, it makes me so happy. <laughs> I feel like the cockiest little dipshit. <laughs> because Mason was like, it's from before my time, it's an aesthetic I love, and I was like, oh, well, I know R. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, almost similar. <laughs> yeah, 40s. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's really it. I remember you mentioning, Mason, that Cuphead nearly made your list uh, on the sa- soundtrack pieces it nearly made my individual soundtrack piece but the the uh list but the reason it didn't uh that's it's one of the uh standout tracks that i'm gonna mention but the reason it didn't is because i is it's it's like my uh thing with the trying to pick a sonic soundtrack i couldn't pick an individual song because they're all so great across the board and they do all kind of sound similar but it's a great sound, and I love the different variations that, that it that they that they do with it across the whole soundtrack. It just it didn't feel like they were different different enough to really point out and say like that's the best one. Well, that kind of goes back. It kind of it goes back to honestly a game that is not on my honorable mentions list, but it was on my favorite tracks list. No more heroes. Yes. Yeah. That, and no more heroes. Basically, the whole soundtrack is just that one theme, but it's played in different uh, tones and different. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
music terms, I don't fucking know. Uh, right. But, yeah. I was able to pick it because it's all the same ba- theme, basically. But I, with Cuphead, there is more variation than that. It, it is enough that you can tell which tracks are which. They just all have that same uh, vibe to them. Yeah. So that yeah. So that's my number two. That is Cuphead by Christopher Madigan. And my standout tracks are uh, Introduction, Die House, and Admission to Perdition. And th- those were very hard to choose, by the way. Like I said, like trying to trying to pick out like and it's it's a long soundtrack too. It's like over fifty tracks. So that was trying to pick out one from those, like like three from those was. If, if you wonder why the game took like seven years to make, it was probably that, <laughs> along with everything else in that game. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I, I I like I like kind of the variation there. So good choice, Mason. Thank you. All right, my number two. So if anyone remembers the soundtrack uh, pieces episode, uh, I had one major honorable mention. And it had one big track, but part of why I pushed it out was uh, I wanted to go more for Iconic, and I couldn't really pick a track from this game. Well, that's why it's my number two. And that is Donkey Kong Country. This soundtrack is so good. It's it's peak SNES. There is soundtrack. there is not a single bad track in my opinion. It from the opening, which is the iconic little music leading into it, to the the underwater theme, which kind of takes what they'd done with Mar- a lot of the Mario stuff had kind of mm-hmm. like taken underwater, and it makes it a lot more jungly i guess is the best way to say it like yeah. it, it adds that theme to the uh creepy factor of a lot of the ice world to everyone knows everyone knows the soundtrack of uh when the mine cart like that is yeah. <laughs> that is there to uh you know whether things like gangplank galleon yeah. uh and you know just the boss music and of course when you're fighting king k rule and that little track that plays right before it the before it goes into the epic music as you fight him at the end was, so good. Was Gangplank Galleon the one that was in your honorable mentions? Uh, I yes, I believe yeah, so. I think that, they, uh, yeah, that was you one. said that, and I was like, that's yeah, that, I, one of the, it was around yeah. one of them, but yeah, there, there's so many good tracks. And I, I mentioned this when you said about Mega Man, uh, about there, this, there have been several people who have turned this into more of an orchestral sounding, uh, tracks, and my god, they're incredible. Uh, the, the music, it, it's so good, and, and it's not to say that, like, Country 2 or 3 or even 64 were bad soundtracks, but this one is just so much head and shoulders above all of them. Uh, and I think it it is most likely my favorite Super Nintendo soundtrack. Damn. 
That's really that. Wow. Donkey Kong Country, I do not have as much of a connection to as Sean, but I will admit that soundtrack bangs, and I think a good I think a good reason for that is because it has that jungle vibe <laughs> throughout kind of the whole game, but it's not repetitive. No. It dis- despite the fact that yeah, you can tell yeah, it's a it's a jungle game. It's all about the jungle. <laughs> but um, Tarzan, is that you? <laughs> but throughout the whole thing, yeah, you can get that vibe from these tracks, but none of them are repetitive. They all have different sort of feelings of jungle to them. So it's it's very kind of incredible. There's and, and there's almost, you know, whether it's the old timey feeling that when you're at Cranky's, whether it's kinda like the uh uh goofyish jazzy music that you get when you go to Funkies. <laughs> uh it, there's just so many differentiations throughout the whole thing. It is just it's an incredible it's an incredible piece of work, uh and, and a great game that that I hold very dearly. Uh, and so it's fun that I can I can come out and talk about a little bit of Donkey Kong Country because I do love that game. <laughs> DK. Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. How come none of us put that on our tracks list? It was in my honorable mention. Oh, it was. I was going to okay. say, Sean put it on the... I was going to say, if we didn't mention D, the DK rap, we have failed. No, Sean <laughs> we put have it, failed. That's no, right. I do remember yeah, that. Sean now. put it on it because he had to specify the Kongs one hell of a Oh, my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Very I important. That. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, what you got at number two? Hey, it's Mario Galaxy. gonna build it up because mason's already kind of said everything about it but i'm just gonna add this is gonna be short because like i said mason said pretty much everything about it that it was i want to say nintendo's first big epic score yes because this bring mario to space they wanted to make everything bigger they wanted to make the environments bigger they wanted to make the journey bigger they wanted to make bowser bigger jesus christ (laughs) but um not to mention trying to make the wii bigger Mm-hmm. That was oh, yeah. that you know oh, yeah. to be like we this game was meant to show hey we no pun intended we can do this with this system we would like to play and like the Wii was already a massive selling system at this point like and this wasn't even a launch title and Nintendo was like we can do better so. yeah yeah Nintendo was like hold my Mario Galaxy yeah and every third party game was like huh. <laughs> We, no, we, no, 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 no. That's not how you use the Wii. Yeah. How, how, how does one Wii? <laughs> how, do, how we do... How we Wii? Um, one does not simply Wii. There, there was actually another Mario soundtrack I was contending because it also has... Mason's number two kind of brings in that big band feeling that was Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. That has, yes. that has a lot of really good tracks, but in the end... I had to go with Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to go with it. Because, yeah, is it the basic pick? Sure, but I don't give a fuck. Right. Uh, and the one part that I remember specifically just... And again, this is not 
exclusive to me. I think everyone who played this game had the same feeling. And the soundtrack's good throughout the kind of journey when you're walking through when the Star Festival is happening, blah, blah, blah. And then you're on uh, Rosalina's ship, uh, fix it, helping her and all that. And then you get launched to Gusty Gardens. You land, and Wingarden kicks on. And the moment you land, Mario does his uh, fucking Christ position landing, <laughs> and the music kicks on. And you're like, oh, th- th- this is this is better. This is beyond Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is people didn't think Mario could be epic, basically. And I'm not gonna say Mario needs to be epic, but like. If you're going to go, go hard. Yeah. And it went hard. Absolutely. I think the thing for Mario Galaxy, and that is really, really big for it, is I'm a big Mario Sunshine fan. It's one of my favorite of the 3D games. But I understand that it's not most people's favorite. And there was a a moment, look, Mario broke through in the 3D with 64. Mm -hmm. It's iconic, all those sort of things. But it wasn't really until Galaxy that they re-revolutionized what was Mario again. Yes. Because Sunshine is just, at its it's fun, but at its best, it's it's 64 with nicer coat of paint and a few new uh, features to it. But it, it didn't change up the 64 formula. No. Mm. Galaxy was something new. Yes. Yeah, Galaxy changed the mold and... Which is something that Mario was always doing. Mario, you know, you from... Mario, Super Mario Bros. All for to Mario Bros. Three. They, it's similar, but you changed the game again. To Mario World, which changed the game. To Yoshi's Island, uh, Mario World Two, which is very different despite building on stuff, and then completely yeah. revolutionized sixty four. And to get to Galaxy and then to Odyssey, mm-hmm. they were able to consistently with their main big titles to re revolutionize Mario and the soundtrack. For Galaxy is one of those reasons it feels so much bigger than some of those other ones. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Statistic Club. Yeah. <laughs> I said Sonic Colors, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, we're all here for our number ones. But first, uh, if uh, we're going to give a few honorable mentions. We've kind of gone through some of them here and there uh, at this point. But uh, any remaining honorable mentions, Mason? Uh, so as I, as I mentioned previously... Uh, I couldn't pick between Sonic 3, Sonic Mania, and Sonic Adventure 2 for my Sonic choice, so they all ended up in my honorable mentions because I couldn't single one of those out. Uh, and I I specifically wanted to not include uh, licensed soundtracks on, on my list. I know Thomas did. That's okay. That's your list. You even said it yourself, that's your list. Fuck off. Uh, but I did want to include... Uh... <laughs> What'd I do to you? No, I'm <laughs> No, no, no. I, 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 know, I was I speaking know. as you. I know. I'm, I'm being a dick. <laughs> right. But the, but the, the two that I, that I wanted to include that were uh, licensed soundtracks were Tony Hawk Pro Skater and, hey, another WWE game, 2K22, mm. which has a fantastic curated, curated soundtrack. Uh, I also included the first Halo game. Uh, you you included the second. I included the first. Uh, I also included uh, Donkey Kong Country, and then I I mentioned I I said this when uh, I brought up this game with the with the uh, the tracks uh, the individual tracks episode, and I uh, and I talked about how this soundtrack has in various forms kind of turned into a meme, but I honestly don't think that it would have become a meme if. On a certain level, we all couldn't admit to ourselves that it 
absolutely smacks, and it's the Undertale soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's my those are my honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, I, I just have a couple here still. Uh, nothing I'm really going to spend much time on. I'm just going to kind of fire a few off. Uh, you know, there were a lot of licensed music. I said Madden, specifically Madden 05 was the one that stuck out for me. But also uh, the Tony Hawk game, I, you know, definitely considered for a few minutes here or there. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely considered uh, Goldeneye. That was one that was considered for a few minutes. You already mentioned Tony Hawk. Oh, not the band, the game. Gotcha. I was, <laughs> I was expecting a bigger laugh there. I apologize. <laughs> Dear Agony, just let go of me. Hey, Breaking Benjamin. Uh, there's also definitely, you know, thought process of uh, the GTAs specifically. Uh, I was going to mention Vice City was one that I was mm-hmm. definitely thinking about. A really good soundtrack. Uh, the Saints Row's game, Saints Row 3 has a really good, but it's a lot of licensed music soundtrack. The Sa- Saints Row 4 is actually my personal favorite out of the mm-hmm. soundtracks. Of the they, game. they have and really good soundtracks. That's exclusively because of Papa Roach is not still swinging. I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I had a couple other things like God of War for like epic soundtracks. Really, really good. Bioshock. Really, really good. Uh, I nearly put on uh, Ico. Great soundtrack. Very muted and simple, but great soundtrack. It's an uh, interesting way to pronounce that. I've always heard it as Ico. Mm. Anyways. I don't care. Fair, Fair enough. enough. ICO, so I've always pronounced it as Ico. But if it's, it's Ico, enough. yeah. I pronounce it as the prequel to Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. And the only two that I wanted to highlight on this were on the Super Nintendo. And they were, uh, the first one would have been my Mario on the list, and that's Mario Mario RPG. Mm. Great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with the uh, uh, remake coming out on the Switch, oh, yeah, how that yeah, soundtrack yeah. will translate. Yeah, it's going to be a good It's It's a great soundtrack. And then the other one I was going to highlight, Chrono Trigger. Mm. My God, that soundtrack is so good. Uh, and it, it nearly hit my my list, but I just don't have as much of a connection to Chrono Trigger. Love right, the game, but right. it was not something I played as a kid. It does not have like the resonating feeling for it. Mm-hmm. So it's one that like I haven't listened to as often. So yeah. it's just kind of there. Yeah. That's uh, fair. But I, I wanted to shout out because the Super Nintendo had a lot had a lot more bangers than I realized when I was going <laughs> you know, through. At, as uh, I as I said on our tracks playlist or playlist uh, podcast. The Super, the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis were like the first, I think, the first generation that had truly great music across the board. Even though there are there are great examples of, of video game music prior to that, especially on the NES, but it was, I think, the 16-bit era where it all became great. I can agree. You're talking about the best soundtrack of all time is obviously punk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the only other thing I wanted to say, Tetris. It's really one song. <laughs> it's one. It's really one track. But God, that track slaps. So that should have been on your track. That should have been on your track. That's when fair. You're a cheater. <laughs> All right, Thomas. What's your honorable mentions? I'm gonna try and go through these really fast. Uh, two fighting games. Despite being known as the fighting game guy, I have yet to have a fighting game anything on my top. I just now realized that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Who are you, and what have you done with Thomas? <laughs> Uh, Street Fighter 6 just came out, but the soundtrack is an absolute banger. Yeah, um, it's really good. And I will also say I love Street Fighter 3's soundtrack. But the one I wanted to bring up, because I wanted to bring up the track, because it should have been on my tracks list and I forgot about it, was King of Fighters 15. And again, this is mostly a track, because the rest of the soundtrack's fine. 
but specifically the main theme of the game uh, now or never the main theme of the game now or never is absolute like ooh it's a good one i love now or never it honestly if i had remembered it would have been in my top 5 but i didn't fucking um I already brought up Madden 15, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Mario 3D World, and Sonic Generations. Uh, I'm bringing up these two in the same breath because they're very similar. Mad World and Anarchy Reigns. The point where Anarchy Reigns is a sequel to Mad World. They're both kind of that more hardcore rap. Which, mm. again, I'm not usually a rap guy. When it's done well, it's done well. But I'm not usually a rap guy. But right. uh, I really like these soundtracks. Specifically, Anarchy Reigns or Mad World 1 of the two. I honestly forget at the moment has a track called Ain't That Funny, and I love that damn track. Mm. And, hey, plug for a previous episode, Call of Duty Finest Hour. I actually did think about <laughs> wow. it for a second, because of the Giacchino center. I also thought of Medal of Honor with the Giacchino soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, it was Giacchino. Yeah. Yep, it I was forgot Giacchino. about that. Uh, that that's probably my favorite orchestral I think soundtrack. I've either that or SA2 are the best soundtracks we've covered on a game. I think mm. so, yes. And that's it. Awesome. All right. Alrighty. Well, the moment you've all been waiting for. What is go. our number one video game soundtrack? Mason, go. So all all the soundtracks that I've that I've mentioned at this point have all they've all aided in the experience of playing these games. Uh and they've all been great at like setting a mood and helping with the immersion. But none, none of the tracks, none of the, none of the soundtracks up until this point actually kept me going through the game. And there's, there's one game in particular where the music was a massive benefactor for me to keep playing this game and eventually end up actually finishing it, which is something that I actually rarely do with video games is actually completing them. Uh, we know. <laughs> Shut up. You don't say. Shut up. Anyways, uh, the game that I that I put as as my number one when I was when I was playing this game for me I I don't know how it is for like other people but for me it was even though I played on normal difficulty it was a very very difficult game for me. There were moments where I would just hit a wall and I would hit that wall for like a whole week. I would come back and I would keep playing the game and I would keep getting stuck in that wall. And what I ended up doing to get through the wall was if, if I started noticing that I, that I kept dying in a certain spot, I would put the controller down, I would close my eyes, I would take a deep breath, I'd take a couple deep breaths, I would grab my headphones, I would connect them into the controller and put them over my head so that I could hear everything, I would... Get, yeah, I would get back into the game, I would close my eyes, I would let whatever music is playing at the moment flow into my head, and then I would go into the world, and it was basically like the music was controlling me, controlling the game. I would let the music flow through me, and it would help me with my actions in the game, and I would end up getting through the wall, and I would keep going, and it ended up helping me complete the game. And that is Doom 2016.
I was wondering if Doom was going to be on your list. That that set the way that that that's the the amount of energy in that in that soundtrack helped me beat the game. There were so many points where I would where I would I would hit a wall and I would I would have to I'd put the controller down for a second. I was like I'm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta calm down. I gotta really focus for this part, or I'm just gonna keep hitting this wall. So I would have to, I'd have to, ba- I would basically focus on nothing else but the music. I, I basically had tunnel vision, but for hearing, if that makes sense. And I would let it inform my actions as I went, as I went through the game. And it ended up working to the point where I could actually beat the game. And it got to the, got to the point where I got to the final boss, and I was like, that was a lot. That took like. I did that in one try. The other, the first uh, boss in that game took me like, like twenty tries, but it ended up actually it, it ended up helping me getting through the game, and I and that's never happened to me with a soundtrack before, and that's why it's my number one. Nice, resonates yeah. with you. Doom twenty sixteen yeah. is a fantastic soundtrack. It's um, amazing. I, I will admit, I also have played the game. I love that damn game. It. It didn't occur to me, to be honest, until literally Sean was like, hey, we pressed record, and my immediate thought was, hey, you forgot Doom 2016. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah, but, but, but Mason didn't, and that's a good, because that means I get to BFB, bring up BFG Division. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I don't need to say anything else. It's BFG Division. You're right. I, I will also say that might be my favorite credit sequence for a game, and it is because it has that soundtrack, and then, you know, it ends with the recreation of the Doom, the classic Doom poster. And yeah. While, and sinking to the music, he pulls the demon up, blasts it away with a shotgun, then title. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's not only my favorite credit sequence in a game, that might be my favorite credit sequence ever. Wow. <laughs> But it, it's a, it's a great credit sequence, so I I don't blame you for that. But yeah, that that's my number one. It's to, Doom twenty sixteen by Mick Gordon, and again picking out standout tracks on this one was incredibly difficult for me because they all slap. But if I if I absolutely it was had banger to, banger yeah, banger bangers banger. on bangers. But if I had to choose, it would have to it would have to be rip and tear obviously, uh, Har- Harbinger and Hellwalker. And the cool, the cool thing about uh, the really cool, interesting thing about uh, Hellwalker is that the 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 main guitar, I believe it's the is it the main guitar? Yeah, it's the main guitar riff, and it is at, it isn't actually a guitar; it's a synthesized chainsaw. How metal is that? Like, I remember, that is awesome. I remember reading about that. That was one of the things, and that's really cool. It's like, about yeah, it. get get these guitars out of here. Bring in the chainsaw. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> Mason got really geeked out in number one. Yeah. Everyone knows where what franchise my number one's coming from. Yeah, Every yeah, single yeah. human on the planet knows where it's coming from. The yeah, question yeah, was, yeah. which one was it going which, to be? Which of the 15 million Final Fantasies is it? Um, and now 16 million. <laughs> <laughs> so, I blinked and they made another million games. <laughs> in my opinion, Nobuo Uematsu is the greatest living composer. It doesn't matter what movie, video game, whatever, he is a god, um, in my opinion. And by the PS2 era, he had made nine games uh, on the, uh, you know, from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo to the PlayStation. And he had made some of the greatest pieces that we know of in video game history. And then he opens Final Fantasy X with Xanarkand. 
it is just breathtaking. It is a simple little piano piece that leads into one of the most heartbreaking stories uh, that has been told. And without Uematsu's incredible soundtrack, I do not think this game wouldn't, would be my number one of all time without the incredible soundtrack that goes with it. It is so good. And he, you know, he leads off with Xanarkand, which is just this beautiful piano piece, into this hard rock metal song, <laughs> uh, Otherworld. And then just every piece is so good. It sets the mood for every different town, every battle, every moment to the point that in the in the game there's a, a a song that is sung called the song of the faith and it is very important to the whole game and to be able to make a be able to make a, a small 30 to 50 seconds depending on what part of it piece that's going to be sung over and over and over again and just making it this gorgeous beautiful piece of music yeah Final Fantasy X is the greatest soundtrack ever, and it's my favorite game ever. Yeah, as soon as you said PS2, I'm like, oh, it's ten. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, it is everything for me, and that's why it's my number one. Once again, just kind of like when I'm when I mentioned Minecraft, if I had more of a connection to Final Final Fantasy, I'd probably understand. But as is, I'm a I'm a I'm a filthy Xbox player. So ah, so you got Final Fantasy thirteen? Oh, did I? I didn't know. <laughs> I always feel bad whenever Sean has a Final Fantasy pick because Sean loves Final Fantasy so much. He can talk about it for hours. He's so passionate about this franchise. And then he gets to me and Mason, and it's like, what? It's like, what what's we this weeb about? shit? <laughs> why is it? Why is why is it Final Fantasy when it's still going? That's my okay. Really off topic. That's my favorite. That might be my favorite zero punctuation joke ever. Is, is he's talking about Final Fantasy and. He says, if you're, and he says, there's only a couple things I know about Final Fantasy. One is, if you work at a game store and they make that, sure, this Final Fantasy thing has been going on for a while, you have permission to kick them down a flight of stairs. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorite, that's one, it's one of my favorite zero punctuation jokes ever. (laughs) All right, Thomas. Finish us off. So, Mason brought up in... Their honorable mentions that sometimes a soundtrack becomes a meme, and some, a lot of times when things become a meme, there's just not really any explanation for it. The internet works in mysterious ways. No one will ever understand how it works. Stop trying. Yeah. Uh, but there's always gonna be that thing where, it's a meme, because it kind of smacks, and, my soundtrack is something that has gone back and forth on the internet. Some There are people that love it. There are people that absolutely despise it. I think the fact that it's number one on my top five list uh, probably shows what position I lay in. It is from a franchise that I am not even that passionate about. But this one game in this one entry that plays nothing like the rest of them uh, really cemented itself the minute I played it for the first time as my favorite soundtrack of all time. That is Jamie Christopherson's soundtrack for Metal Gear Rising Revengeance.
I was hoping we'd I was hoping we'd bring up Metal Gear at some point on it because yeah I should have I should have known when you said this one game that plays nothing like the rest of them I should have <laughs> known from that point that that's when the light bulb should have turned on yes yeah, it's like I said I am not the biggest Metal Gear fan Revengeance is in fact the only game I played in the franchise <laughs> look I'm not gonna say it's for any emotional reason. I'm not going to say that there is a deeper emotional connection to this. There are some things. The lyrics for some of the tracks honestly do really reflect the characters, and I think that's really cool, especially when you do analyze it specifically. Um, Jetstream's Sam's theme, the lyrics, There will be blood shed, the man in the mirror nods his head, the only one left will ride upon the dragon's back. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing. There will be blood shed. It's the only thing I've ever known. That really hits... None of that's why it's my favorite soundtrack. The reason it's my favorite soundtrack is because the game opens with you flipping a fucking Metal Gear Ray unit into the air, running on top of it while while rules of nature blares, and that made it the game of the fucking century. (laughs) (laughs) The minute... Again, I played the game relatively blind. The only thing I'd seen is, ironically, the ending, uh, which is what made me interested in the game because it has to be this way is absolutely incredible. And it might be my favorite. Well, it might be my favorite final boss theme of all time. But I went to the game blind, so if you don't know when you're playing the game, you just kind of you're slicing up the legs of the Metal Gear Ray. It brings down its arm, and as you counter it, the song kicks in. The song's been instrumental up until this point, but when you grab it and you counter it, rules of nature just blares out. And the metal screaming kicks on as the lyrics kick in. You flip that Metal Gear Ray unit into the air and cut it the fucking half. And from that moment on, I'm like, this is my favorite soundtrack of all time. Wow. <laughs> is, it, is it surface level as shit? Yeah, but I don't care. I think I think uh, Rising Revengeance is one of those games that's gotten like one of the biggest reappraisals I've ever seen. Yes. Because mm-hmm. when it, because I don't think anybody liked that game when it first came out. I think people liked it. They just didn't. I think people liked it, but didn't know why. Because like, think, well, it's so uh, different. When, yeah, that's but like personally, that's that that's the reason why I think it, it, it like people were so down on it was because it was so much far removed from uh, any other Metal Gear Rising game. And then I th- I think what's kind of what's kind of happened is a combination of genuinely people being like, okay, maybe this game is better than I thought. A combination of that and recent Metal Gear games like Metal Gear Survive being horrible. Also, the absolute meme factor of the game. The because, meme factor is because if de- you play that game, anyway. because if you play that game, it is a walking meme factory. Very much. <laughs> there is a yeah. my possibly my favorite non my favorite comedic moment in the entire game. Raiden dresses up in a sombrero and poncho to disguise himself, and as he goes into the sewer to find child soldiers, he looks at two locals and goes, "Adios, amigos," and goes into the sewer. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and yes, you can play the entire game with Raiden and his sombrero and poncho. This is the greatest game ever made. Hideo <laughs> Kojima, you are a madman, and, and we in love the best you. way. In the best way, I think you're, you're mentioning saying that Metal Gear uh, that it's had a big kind of like the, 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 this game has kind of like reappraised and people are coming back to it. Metal Gear, I think more than any other franchise, whenever the the new game comes out, never goes. It's not as good as the last ones. And then as soon as the next one comes out, they go, the last one was way better. 
it's the it's the James Bond thing that you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, it kind of is. It is when, when a when a franchise lasts for as long as it does, and Metal Gear is one of the longest running franchises out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, people just want to complain about it. And that eventually is. And that doesn't mean there aren't legitimate complaints about modern entries, but it's one of those that's like the moment the next one comes out, they're like, well, the last one was great. Right. Because <laughs> this one sucks. Right, yeah. Uh, and that's what happens with a lot with long-running franchises. I love I love that we got Metal Gear on the yeah. top five because like Mason, when he put uh, Snake Eater, the song from Snake Eater on his uh, tracks list, it's great that a franchise that I don't think any of us are super tied to but all of us kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I have a very passing admiration for it. And so, like, it's great that we can get that on the list uh, and talk about it because it is both influential as a game and just just great soundtracks across the board. And it's Absolutely. great that you'd pick one that isn't always talked about as a great soundtrack. <laughs> uh, well, Mason has brought up their top uh, three for all of them. I'm going through the vocal tracks right now, and I decided fuck it, I'm going to be an overachiever. <laughs> I'm just going to really quickly, because I don't want this episode to drag on, I'm going to really quickly rank them. <laughs> okay. It is... They're all good, so don't take this that seriously, especially because I need to re-listen to the soundtrack. But it goes... Red Sun, Return to Ashes, A Soul Can't Be Cut, Collective Consciousness... Uh, Dark Skies, I'm My Own Master Now, A Stranger I Remain, Uh, The Only Thing I Know For Real, The Hot Wind Blowing, Rules of Nature, and my favorite one in the entire game, the final one, It Has To Be This Way. Good job. Now, I need to actually re-listen to that soundtrack so I can properly rank them again, but for now, just off the top of my head, head, going off memory. That's how it is. Awesome. The top four, from... I'm my own master now on, they all are fucking fantastic. Right. So They're all basically number ones. Yeah, basically. Well, this has been awesome here. Uh, you know, we've had a, a lot of differentiation, a lot of really big, influential franchises have hit, hit these lists, and some underrated gems here. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, if you have a top five that you have of your favorite soundtracks, or if you think we completely forgot something, well, let us know. Write us an email. Bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. Write us an email. Tell us your top five. We'll read it off on here on air. Or if you're over here on something like Apple iTunes and you just want to write a review with your top five, give us five stars and tell us the five your five music. Uh, top soundtracks. But yeah, we'll be back next time. Believe it. I liked it.